Indigenous Rights Radio, because knowledge is power. Energy is at the heart of the climate challenge and key to the solution. A large chunk of the greenhouse gases that blanket the earth and trap the sun's heat are generated through energy production by burning fossil fuels to generate electricity and heat. Fossil fuels such as coal, oil and gas are by far the largest contributor to global climate change, accounting for over 75% of global greenhouse gas emissions and nearly 90% of all carbon dioxide emissions. Cultural survival attended COP27 in Sharm el-Sheikh, Egypt in November 2022 and we spoke to indigenous delegates at the conference. So Anin, Bojo, uh, Gramarine, Additional Cars, Ottawa, Nongjiba, Makoto Dam, Anishinaabe, and Dao. Uh, I'm Graham Reed, one of the co-chairs of the International Indigenous Peoples Forum on Climate Change. I grew up in Ottawa. Um, I have uh, English and Scottish heritage on my dad's side and German and Anishinaabe from the Great Lakes. And my great-grandfather was born, from, born on Wakumakong, uh, unceded territory in Manitoulin Island. I think COP has had mixed success, um, and I, I guess it depends on how you frame success, but for Indigenous peoples, COP has, has been a space where we've been increasing our invo- and our influence over the course of, of the last uh, almost two and a half decades, even within the last five years with the adoption of the Paris Agreement and the, the rights-based commitment within the preamble. We've seen how that's translated to an increasing number of decisions that have upheld and safeguarded the rights of Indigenous peoples, including the creation of the facilitative working group of the local communities and Indigenous peoples platform, which is a constituted body, a formal body within the UNFCCC that has Indigenous representation, seven of which, and, and state representation. There is also the Indigenous Peoples Constituency, which is you know important parallel and political voice for the advocacy of, of Indigenous Peoples throughout the COP. At this COP, uh, you know, our expectations are, are pretty similar to what they always are. This is a COP for implementation. Our implementation expectations are that we take urgent and transformative climate action in line with the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change report, which means we need to reduce at least 50% reductions by 2030. You know, we can no longer rely on these uh, technologies and market-based solutions that don't address the structural and systemic issues that Indigenous peoples face, including capitalism and colonization, both of which manifest in how the UNFCCC is actually designed. And so Indigenous peoples their nations and their governments are seen as observers and not seen as nations parallel to states. And so I guess, you know, for us, there's there's important role for Indigenous peoples to participate in this process, but it, we have to recognize that it's not our process. And so, you know, why we're here today talking with the Indigenous Caucus is to really create that parallel network of Indigenous-led uh, transformative climate action and really create the kind of ceremony ground for us to work together in an active and thoughtful way, in a way that protects our rights, our knowledge systems, and our full and effective participation. So, Jimmy Gwich. For more on the rights of Indigenous peoples, visit cs.org and follow Cultural Survival on Facebook and Twitter.